My name is America Lopez. My name is Penelope. And we are known as the Cybercode Twins. Twins. So we're Latina twin sisters. We're born and raised in East Los Angeles. We travel to many cities and receive various rewards in tech competitions and hackathons such as the NASA International Space App Challenge, AT&T Developer Summit, and recently made it to the top 15 world finalists for IBM Global Mobile Innovator Tournament. We've done a TEDx talk together about the hackathon effect, and we've been keynote speakers for Girls Who Code, Hispanic Heritage Foundation, and upcoming um, Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers known as SHIP. Now we're on a mission to make cities safer through wearable tech and mobile apps. Celebrating the work, lives, and achievements of women in Western North America, The Drum presents Exceptional Women Out West, hosted by The Drum North America Editor-at-Large, Doug Zanger. Let's go with three questions. First one, what do you think others believe your superpower is, and what would you say your superpower is? Others believe that we have this uh, wonder twin power, that we can read each other's minds, or we can finish each other's sentences without, you know, being near each other. So it's just kind of crazy how people think of that. Usually my parents ask me, where's your sister at? Or like, is she doing anything that she should not be doing? I was like, for tech purposes, yes. (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, oh, dirty little secret. (laughs) Because usually usually we get invited to hackathons or conferences last minute, and our parents like you're gonna go right now it's like that yeah it was like recently with south by southwest i gave them a few hours notice i'm leaving a few hours notice yeah Uh, and then see you later yeah are they used to that now or is it Uh, still it happens every couple months it's still something to get used to i mean yeah that's all right so you were austin you were in barcelona where else where's some other places that you've been that have been just amazing paris Mm -hmm. um london I didn't know there was tech scenes there. That totally blew my mind. I was at the Le Web conference in Paris. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh my God, that's like incredible. Like, you know, just don't think there's only tech in the US. Like there's wild tech talent in other countries too. Right. We also have been invited to help tech communities in Mexico mm-hmm. as well. Like Tijuana and Sonata, people don't think of it as a talent pool, but we do. You know, they speak perfectly good English and they have tech skills as well but right. they have an incredible community down there too. That's a burgeoning tech community. Yeah. It's uh, like people wouldn't even think that. No, they wouldn't. They think of cartels and I'm just like, no, there are a lot of talented people. I mean, AT&T recently had a hackathon and like yeah. in, in different parts of Mexico. So it's just like, okay, you know, they're going to do more because they're like, oh, wow, they, they're pretty talented. Actually, the awkward part was that uh, since there's not many uh, Latinas in these AT&T developer hackathons, they actually use our picture. And they thought we were going to go to the hackathon in Mexico while there was a hackathon happening mm. at the same time in Las Vegas. Yeah, they thought we were going. I'm like, no, 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 no. They just used our photo. We're, <laughs> we're not going. We're not going. <laughs> Question number two. What has been your biggest victory and how did you deal with it? For us, you know, we went through the special education program in the public school system and to us that's been our biggest victory was when our special ed teacher never gave up on us now she's like our adopted grandma she's our biggest fan she's like oh my god what is this what's you're doing you know she taught us how to speak how to communicate with each other i mean we were pretty much little monsters now she calls (laughs) us her little rock stars but yeah it's uh, incredible how much people can help you when you need help so i'm glad that our 
uh, Nana B, adopted grandma. Abuela. Abuela, Nana. Yeah. yeah. She helped so much, helped her family a lot. And yeah, it's just unbelievable. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I was having extreme difficulties in speaking. I actually used my hands to communicate, but I guess the elementary teachers took that the wrong way. So I was ended up going to a sign language school for three months. My, our parents didn't understand what special meant. So there was always a bus in front of our house that picked me up. My parents thought maybe the bus took me to where my sister was at as well. But I guess my sister, it's like she notified our parents, no, that's not what special means. Right, right. Yeah. So I went back to elementary school, but this time they assigned me uh, to help me with my speech impediment problems and to make sure I, I spoke again despite the bullying going on, like for me speaking wrongly. I I still have to remember that you guys are so young, and it's just, I I think <laughs> I definitely think of you as extremely successful already. That's got to feel good, but also it's kind of a nice sort of responsibility to inspire both your peer groups and not just younger people, especially Latina women, mm-hmm. but also people who have been in this game for a long time. I mean, you guys have a lot of interesting stories to share and it's just beginning. Yeah, like there's this movement of diversity in tech, women inclusion, but we just wanna also talk about ability in tech. People don't talk about like learning disabilities Mm -hmm. and how, you know, a lot of companies, they have some sort of HR book about how do you deal with sexual harassment, but they don't have a lot of, to like how do you deal with a worker that has learning disabilities? Mm -hmm. How can you include them as well? And that's what we're trying to open more conversations about. I love yeah. that. Third question. What's the biggest praise you ever received and why was it so important? For us, it was from Ellie's Best. It was a program that we were part of when we were living in the public housing projects in Boyle Heights. And when we were doing a demonstration for Ellie's Best, like they didn't know we were Ellie's Best kids. And we were showing them how to do a connect hack and make a game from scratch. The actual programming they have for kids called Scratch. Mm-hmm. And how can they have it work with the Connect? So like we had a shark game where if they open their hand in front of the Connect, the Scratch game shark would open its mouth. And if they closed it, the shark would close its mouth. And the kids we were so excited. They all went running up the stage. <laughs> and then we told them later, yeah, we were kids from Ellie's Best. And we didn't know the CEO of Ellie's Best was there. And his daughter was mad crazy for it. And he's like, oh my God, you girls came from our program? Yeah, we came from Ramona Gardens. And to us, it's like so special because they only had a few programs. Now they're going to like celebrate their 25th anniversary. Wow. We're 25 years old as well. Right. And they only had a few schools where they were in. And they chose one of our schools, which was another one of garden projects, and it changed our trajectory. It was a safe place for us to play, a safe place for us to fail, a safe place for our parents to like, okay, my kids are, are fine here. So like, that's why we were so happy to get praise from Ellie's Best. You know, I was like, oh, we're so proud of our alumni, alumni and we're happy to give back to them. As context, Ellie's Best, what is that? Ellie's Best is an after-school program for kids. Now they provide uh, tech training for the kids. They also provide uh, field trips for the kids, lab science field trips. They're in over 200 schools now. Awesome. So I'm pretty excited. We were heavily involved in sports for Ellie's Best, volleyball games. Uh, Ellie's Best also had like, uh, or was that the elementary schools who made us play soccer against the teachers? And the teachers. <laughs> yeah, that was that that was part of our our school though. Yeah, it was, so it was cool. yeah, they kept us active, and that was important to keep us active and not be preoccupied about what's going on in our neighborhood. Totally. Yeah. yeah. You talked about safe place to fail. 
that's important. Yeah. A lot of kids right now, they think it's bad to make mistakes. And how do you get experience? You make bad decisions. You're supposed to make mistakes to learn. Yeah. And they're avoiding to even allow themselves to fail. And we learned that much because of what we struggled with. And like I said, our special education teacher, she repeated that to us. This is a safe place to fail. This is a safe place for you to improve. Use all the time you, you have here to continue learning. Let's go to the must list. What is a must do? You got it try out different hackathons in different cities, whether it's like a cyber hackathon, which is like a capture the flag hackathon. Another one is IOT hackathons, like how do you deal with hardware? The other one is first person view with drones. That'll be pretty awesome. So it's somebody who's like hearing this and they're saying, why is that important to me? The hackathons is just to help you spread um, your ideas and also talk with other people who are very passionate about building a project within 24 hours, people that you would never talk to in your own group or circle. And that's what we need. Like people need to break their comfortable barriers. They're like, they don't want to stretch out of it. And when you just put yourself in, yeah, I'm here. It's like, okay, cool. Who are you going to work with? They need to push themselves, be interactive with other Beginner to pro too. Yeah, that's how we started. You know, accidentally went to hackathon and yeah, this is where we're going. What is a must experience? Travel to as many cities as you can. Just take in the culture, take in the people. Don't be in your own bubble. The bubble can get awfully, it gets awfully tight, doesn't it? Yeah, as uh, when you're trying to keep learning and you're noticing that, you know, your resources are limited, your range of experience is limited. That's when you notice it's like, I got to travel more to learn from other people. Yeah, it's, it's when you uh, grow your, your surroundings. Like I said, we grew up in the public housing projects. We lived there for about 12 years and we were always within these like eight streets Mm -hmm. and like two streets were like always told not to cross. And Mm -hmm. it was a box. We lived in a box for a long time and now we're very eager about breaking boxes. Now you can't fit us in a box no more. We're like, nope, we're going over here. I like that. (laughs) What's a must read? The prototype sis. Not, yes, because it's, it's still a prototype book. I like like the way they published the book, even despite all the mistakes. He was still trying to get the ideas and points across. And that, that kind of inspires me like, oh, okay, then in case I publish my ideas, then it doesn't matter. It's not refined yet. I'll get feedback from the audience or from the people across me. It's like, hey, it's okay, but you can still fix this up. It saves me a lot of times than just manage it just by myself. You get other people to involved to help you in your project. That's cool because it seems like the community is real supportive of each other. And that's got to be huge. In short, it's like you got no time to make excuses. You got to make things happen. That's why we really like that book. It's like, nope, just just run with it. Let's see what happens. What is a must learn? People must learn about how do you make a school and other places like more inclusive of people. I mean, that's the biggest conversation we have. You have like there was the hashtag. Oscar so white or you know hashtag diversity in tech and people are like wondering why is there such a big push if stories are not being told they're just being cherry-picked and people are so eager to hear stories that inspire them inspire their communities inspire their kids that's a huge part inspiring yeah. kids yes you'd probably meet so many kids it's got to feel really good that you're really legitimately giving them a foundation to work from. There's a lot of kids programs, but they're like trying to see somebody who's taking on the competition. 
because they're like, oh, you know, that's another level like competition. Can you compete? And it's like, yeah, we're not scared. We'll run scared, uh, we'll but like we'll learn. You know, it's right, like right. just we'll we'll try it. We'll try it, and that's what makes them like, wow, you did it. It's like, yeah, we did it. It worked. You know. <laughs> <laughs> What's a question that you've never been asked that you would love somebody to ask you? And what would the answer be? Um, how did you learn to hustle? <laughs> how did you learn to hustle? Yeah, yeah that's... Uh, no, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> how would you answer it? Starting from Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> Starting from what? Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Okay. Okay, you got to expand on that a little bit. In the projects, we didn't have that much resources, but everybody was obsessed with playing games and also checking out the shows, the kids' shows. So we were obsessed with deal cards and making deals. <laughs> we were selling them, and our teachers will put us on the side. You can't be selling it, but we'll be selling it on the side. Then we started selling candy. Then we were selling marbles. food, marbles. And our parents were, like, pretty proud. You know, we're bringing in change. And right. the teachers are like, oh, my God, you guys are, like, selling all types of stuff. Where do you get this bag of marbles? <laughs> I yeah. got, quick story. Yeah. I got in trouble because I ran a quick little hustle too. Mm -hmm. I may or may not have run a dice game when I was in eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> Here's where I compliment you guys. I, I don't even know where to begin, to be honest. When I first, I'm trying to even remember who told me that I needed to talk to you. I just remember that she said, you got to get in touch with these guys because they're just doing amazing things. And you're doing amazing things, but you're doing it your way, right? It feels like you're, to your point about feeling constrained and living in that box, that doesn't even exist. I love the fact that you're doing things the way that you want to and you're getting respect legitimately. And of course, they should be giving you respect for major, major brands. It's just cool. And like I said earlier, this is just the beginning of your story. Where do you see this story going next? I'm a community college student and she's a university student. And we went to the hackathons to prove that there's talent from these other communities. And they would never consider sending a company to these type of institutions. And we know that the hackathons, that's where the companies are at. Mm -hmm. And we're just proving to them, hey, you know, we're not the only ones. There's other people back in our communities that we will love for you to check out it's just they have limited resources to even come to these hackathons because a lot of them are far away or it's like too little time we just uh, really in the long run we just want to be able to keep these doors open and that's what we're doing we're keeping the doors open we're being very loud about our accomplishments but at the same time we're letting them know where we're coming from and that's we're trying to say look this is where we come from more people can come if you listen to where they're coming from don't be afraid to, to promote yourselves because for some strange reason, they, they see when a lady's trying to do things that guys couldn't do. They find it strange or they call you tomboy. But really, you're just, you're just another person that's very passionate of learning what you want to do. Yeah, be a strong woman. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Be a strong woman. Yes. If he can't have you, he's not for you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, this part of the show... The floor is yours. You can talk about whatever you want. We just want to say thank you to the Hispanic Heritage Foundation as well because they heard about our story and they're like, people need to hear this. They need role models today. They need leaders today, not tomorrow, not 10 years from now. They need it today. And they've given us the floor at several different 
cities and even at like we've been flown out to Target HQ. I didn't know there was a Twin City. Oh yeah, yeah Minneapolis. Minneapolis. That's where I was born. I was born yeah, there. Yeah, so they yeah. invited us there, and we're like, "Why are we here?" It's like they want to hear a story. Is it our story like fits here? It's like, yeah, it fits here. Like, what, what do you mean? People need to hear the story, and they've been so graceful about like you know, you guys have gone a long way, and you, people need to hear this so that way they can be confident because there's this confidence gap. That leads to this skill gap and then the opportunity gap. And when you have so much passion, you're like going through all those gaps. You drive it through and this is what you end up getting is people that are part of a community and is trying to build itself on, but they need role models and leaders. And that's what we're trying to build on. And Hispanic Heritage Foundation has been around for like 17, 18 years. And they have lots of role models, but they're just trying to get the stories out there to the communities. Hey, you know, have a look at these leaders, have a look at these role models. The community can succeed by helping out their own communities. Yeah, it helps a lot when they're able to see the role models in person and know them locally. It's like they're from where where I'm from. It's like, hey, I'm from Lincoln Heights. We're from East L.A. We're proud that we came from the projects, but we're showing that, hey, we had the skills to do what's necessary, but also to push others to get to the same level we're at as well. And we're able to bring back the tech that we learned. Let's do the last word. What is the last word? What is one piece of advice? that you would like to give? Please go to your local meetups because that's where you're going to get the networking, the skills, and also to meet the sponsors to know what do you want to do. Yeah, for me, it's like no more making excuses, you know, make friends and build things. I'm getting a T-shirt that says make friends, not excuses. Yeah, make friends, not excuses. All right, we're going to go in on that one. Okay. America Penelope, the Cybercode Twins. Honestly, a real pleasure. Oh, thank you. Thanks. (laughs) 